Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today quick programming note and we're just trying to remind you of our new time on Sundays which is 8 a.m. and then again at 4 p.m. we actually re-air our Saturday show which you are listening to now and that is Saturdays from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on KLZ 560 but if you happen to miss us on a Saturday you can catch us on Sundays at 8 a.m. or 4 p.m. Well we're going to be talking about something that's on all of our minds probably and that's a big game draw coming up and we are glad to have Corey Chick with us from CPW. We also have Danelle Johnson and Lisa Thompson with us from Hunt Data, Hunting Divas. We were all just together last week in Colorado Springs for the Colorado Springs Sportsman Boat Expo. So, ladies, great to see you again. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks right. for having us here today. We sure and had Cor- fun last week. We yeah. did. It was fun. And, Corey, hey, man, thanks for being with us today. Hey, not a problem. Good to be here. Okay, so let's just start out. What's new in 2019? We really just want to tell everyone I don't care who you are, how long you've been hunting here, read this stuff because I'm telling you there are some changes in here and you can, um, you may miss the deadline on April 2nd on a change we're going to go over uh, as well as there's even some things where some boundary changes to some specific units and already the Hunt Data Map folks, uh, Donnell and them, they're already on top of that as well. So, so Corey, go through with us just a little bit what you think, hey, just starting out, what we need to do. Uh, you know, so the, the the big thing I would really do is if you're not sure on where you're hunting, I think the number one thing to do is to make sure you call our hunt planners. Uh, the That number is here in the brochure, and, and they're a great place to start to, to make sure you at least have a, the general location of, of where you want to hunt. Uh, from there, I mean, it really is, and, I, and I'm sitting here with the brochure right in front of me too, and there, there are a lot of changes this year. So, you know, um, everyone getting to go through those, uh, uh, making sure they understand them. If they don't, they can call the again the hunt planners as well. They're they're all real versed in in these changes, and and they can help um, uh, clarify or, or answer any questions that any of our sportsmen have out there. Right. Um, yeah, I, I think one of the biggest biggest things that we've seen uh, that that is changing this year, of course, with the with the passing of the Future Generations Act, um, we are going to see some increases, uh, some minimal increases in some of our um, license fees. Um, also, uh, with that, you're going to see uh, slight increases um, from the $3 application fee to $7 for residents and $9 for non-residents. Okay. Um, and then, um, I guess getting more into the the actual, uh, you know, applying for the draw, um, the biggest change that uh, that we do have is that for uh, or to apply in the draw, um, uh, we are requiring uh, this year a qualifying license. Uh, that qualifying license is, is either our spring turkey, uh, the small game annual, the annual resident combination uh, small game fishing. Uh, or the Veterans Lifetime uh, Resident Combination Small Game and Fishing. Okay, great. And again, Corey Chick is with us from Colorado Parks and Wildlife. Danelle Johnson, Lisa Thompson also here. And so, ladies, as we were even looking through here, I mean, some changes that shocked both, oh, <laughs> all yeah. three of us. It, yeah. it is. And, and like you said, if, if even if you think you've hunted Colorado forever, you need to look at these changes so that you don't <laughs> end up missing out on a great tag. I've always told everyone, if you do nothing else with these regulations, at least do the first two pages of what's new in 2019 um, before you turn it into paper for your fireplace or something. But definitely look at what's new because um, it will mess you up if you don't because there are so many changes. And uh, anywhere from boundary changes to price changes to deadlines, um, we're reading through it and highlighting it, and it's big. And so you guys have been really busy over there, Corey, at the Colorado Parks and At the change desk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, I, I think it's a five-year structure, right? Uh, I mean, this, this is more annual. Uh, we are working on the, the five-year uh, big game season structure. Uh, that, that process is, is separate from what, what we're mostly talking about today. 
Well, and you even had a change in the preference point fee. I know last year, because we get a lot of phone calls from, from friends and family and different people, and I know last year when they were getting hit per species, like for deer, elk, pronghorn, <laughs> I had one guy call me and said he just shut his credit card down. He didn't know how many times they were going to hit it with $40 fees. They took that back yeah. away, right? They, they got rid of that? That's correct. So, so for, and, and, and I'm going to separate out um, moose, sheep, and goat. So, uh, and I'll talk about those real quick. And then the remainder of the species, so deer, elk, pronghorn, bear, um, you're correct. We, we eliminated that preference point fee for those species. And then for sheep, goat, and moose, um, uh, there, there will be a $50 resident preference point fee, and for non-residents, there's a $100 fee. Is that one time or is that multiple? Uh, that's per species. Okay. 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 Uh, we, are, we are allowing for an opt-in and opt-out, so you might uh, be the sportsman sitting out there with which, what you would expect to be enough points to, to hopefully eventually draw and just don't really want to pay that fee. Uh, there will be an option that you can either opt-in uh, and pay the fee and receive a preference point, or you can opt out and not receive a preference point and not pay the fee and then just continue to, to run through the draw with where you're setting at today. Oh, that's cool. So like with moose, like I have 14 weighted points. I could opt out. I don't get any more, but I at least can ride off the points I have historically. That's correct. Hmm. Do you lose your points if you don't apply after so many years like you used to? Was it like three years you lost your points or something like that? So when that first started, you're correct, it was set at three years. Uh, that, uh, I don't think, went over real well, uh, <laughs> and, and that was reassessed, and, and that was actually upped in regulation to 10 years. So, oh, wow. Cool. So if, you're, yeah, if you fail to apply for that, for that 10 years per species, uh, then you would uh, be pretty much swept out as far as that goes. Right. So probably where everybody really needs to make sure that their account is... Uh, active and go check their page, make sure their credit card in there is good and all that kind of thing too, right? I would. That's, you know, I, I think really those that, that have issues, one, they, they wait to the last minute. Uh, they've, they've not logged on. Uh, they, they really don't know the system very well. This is a, a new system. This is our second year uh, using this system, um, this, this new system, and, and I think people are still getting used to it. So I would recommend, I mean, uh, big game applications opened up today, so I would recommend at a bare minimum going in, logging in, making sure you have you have your username, your um, or, or at least your or your CID, your password, uh, making sure all your information is correct. Um, you, you can even apply today. The nice thing with this new system that we didn't have with the old system is that you know you you don't you don't have to any longer uh, email in your request to change to change a hunt. You can go on every single day right. uh, in, until the draw closes and, and change and switch around your hunts. Uh, so that's, that's kind of the beauty behind this, this new uh, system. Right. Now, one thing really important we want to hit on, April 2nd is the deadline. Now, normally we had up till midnight, but now it's 8 p.m. Evidently, we were keeping you guys up too late. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. I, you, you know, I mean, 8 p.m., midnight, I mean, it's really a – it sounds like it's it's not the best customer service, but that's exactly what we're really trying to provide is the best customer service. And because we are so limited uh, with how many how many folks you can have on during those last few days and all the way up to midnight, or you know, do we run twenty four seven? Sure, I know. Yeah, we're really wanting people to go in early is what we're wanting, but. Yeah. Uh, as it relates to that 8 p.m., and, and that's not only, you know, us here internally, it's just the normal business hours are, are you know, typical from 8 to 5. We're, we're going to keep it open a little bit later to try to help people out that are waiting to the last minute and uh, give them a few more hours uh, past that. We'll, we'll remain here. The call center will be here uh, to try to uh, help folks out with that. But hopefully, hopefully the majority of folks are really getting in early, and that's what we're hoping for. That's we're not trying to cut, or we're not trying to use the 8 p.m. to midnight to get people uh, in early. It's just we, sure. we really don't want a bunch of people in the queue that we're just not able to get to. Um, it is it is really what it is. Uh, so by limiting that, we we really have the majority of our staff still here, um, and, and we have that uh, that ability to help everyone that we can. 
I see you have a June 14th that after they um, apply and find out if they drew, that if they have till June 14th at 5 p.m. to return their tag, um, to reverse their license and not have to pay the $15, because we heard a lot of um, backlash about that too, the $15 refund. But if, of course, if it's after that time, then it goes on like normal with a fee, but you have now that for, uh, June 14th. So that's kind of nice. And, and it is, that allows, well, that allows us to save sportsman's dollars as well. Uh, in, in one, if it doesn't cost us anything, we don't, I mean, I don't want it to necessarily uh, transpose over into what the sportsmen are paying. So by, by having that date in there, that's prior to us printing any of these licenses out or mailing them out, which costs money. So as long as we can get that done prior to that date, it's kind of net zero for us. So we're making it net zero for uh, the sportsman as well. Um, and it looks yeah. like the final payment deadline is June 21st, because I do know a few people that got nailed on that where their credit card changed or something. I mean, I had an issue last year where Cabela's um, shut my card down, and so that card was inactive. So you've got to get out there and be proactive and change that. Sure. But June 21st is the deadline on that as well, correct? That, that is correct. And, and one, one thing I am uh, changing, at least here in my section this year, because there was, there was, there was quite the handful that had, had similar issues to, to what you had. And I'm going to bring on a, a, a surplus of, of uh, temporary staff, and, and we're going to attempt to, if, if we have those, what we call them here, at least here in the office, the fail to pays, we're going to not only – send out emails to every single one of those, but we're going to try to individually call all those two. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, okay, good. That's awesome. Well, I think what happened last year, Corey, from what I could gather, because we had a few friends that affected, um, is that when they got the email, they got a congratulations, and it was big on the email. But yep. then as you went down the email, and we all know, I think there's statistics that people read like the first two lines, and once they saw the congratulations, they were all excited anyway. And as you read down the email in smaller print, it said, but your card has did not go through or whatever and uh, they never saw that and so when they went were wondering why they didn't get their tag comes hunting season the they went into the parks and wildlife and they're like you your card never was hit because you never fixed it so i mean i guess i don't know if you guys have fixed this part of it on your side but not only congratulations but congratulations hyphen your card was declined i don't know but something big that they see that too if their card doesn't, I think it would help those temporary workers that you're going to get. I think people would be on it quicker online than you have to call them all. Yeah, and actually, uh, as far as what we're hoping for on that, so you will, you'll see there's, there's different types of emails that will send out. So if, if payment is, is processed, uh, fine, you're going to see that congratulations, you've been awarded. In the case that it's not, what, what we're in the works right now trying to get that and adjust those, uh, emails, uh, it's probably that first line is going to say something to the fact of attention requirement or Good. required. That's so perfect. So that way, you know, they're not, and I agree with you. That's that's what I was hearing too, and, and I heard that from sportsmen and women, and that's what I'm trying to address is make this as clear as possible. I get it. People are in a hurry. They're busy. Uh, they read that first line. Um, that we we are trying to address that and make that just as clear as possible because. I can tell you none of my staff like to have those conversations right, right, after definitely. the time. So we're trying to fix that the best we can. Well, in your guys' defense, I know you guys get a lot of complaints, and so in your defense, I can tell you, Donnell and I um, hunt every state in the Union on the West, and uh, you guys have finally joined the 21st century because I say that because all the other states are doing what you guys are now doing. And so we've always had to pay for preference points um, to other states. We've always had to buy a small game. So all those Colorado hunters that are out there that are looking at this and overwhelmed and upset with the Colorado Parks and Wildlife, it's what I would tell them is, really, this is what all the states require. We just are one of the last states to do this. So don't, don't go hurt anyone at the Colorado Parks and Wildlife. <laughs> right. Well, it, we're, just, we're still just, the best place that you can come and yeah. get an over-the-counter tag and hunt elk, and we have the best population. So. Yeah. Cool. Tell you what, we're going to take a short break. We had a few technical difficulties with our Facebook Live, so we're going to kind of reset some things here. Corey Chick is with us from Colorado Parks and Wildlife. Danelle Johnson, Lisa Thompson, Hunt Data. Hunting Diva is also with us, and we're going over some things that are new in 2019 for the big game draw. And so uh, check out our Facebook page, Sportsman of Colorado Radio, and we'll be right back. 
Hi, I'm Lindsay. A few months ago, I was in an accident. I totaled my car. They were just going too fast, and it was icy right there. It was his fault, but it wasn't anyone's fault. That's why it's called an accident, right? I was so sore. Not at first, but like days later. I had to go to the hospital. I have always heard about the things insurance companies do when this kind of thing happens, but didn't know how bad it really was. I needed an attorney. I called Flesh and Beck, and man, I'm glad I did. From the first call all the way to the settlement, Kevin was there for me. It was like having my own personal attorney. He really got to know me, and he knew everything about my case. There is no way I would have gotten that big of a settlement if I hadn't called. I definitely recommend calling Flesh and Beck if you've been in an accident. Definitely. Hi, I'm Kevin Flesh from Flesh and Beck Law. At Flesh and Beck, you get real, sincere personal service from attorneys that actually care about you and your case. Call us, Flesh and Beck Law, 303-806-8886. 303-806-8886. Let me tell you about one of my favorite stores, The Outdoorsman's Attic, a consignment store for all of your adventure outdoor gear. Hunting, fishing, camping, kayaks, live bait, survival gear, backpacks, sleeping bags, firearms, and ammo. Save 20, 30, 40, and even 50% on new and pre-owned items at the Outdoorsman's Attic. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and save up to 20% on your purchase. This offer excludes firearms and ammo. Never pay retail again. Big savings and friendly service is what you'll find at the Outdoorsman's Attic. Located at 2650 West Hampton Avenue in Sheridan. 303-781-3626. That's 303-781-3626. Check them out, outdoorsmansattic.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sports from Colorado. My name is Scott Watley here with Danelle Johnson, Lisa Thompson, Hunt Data, Hunting Divas, and um, we have Corey Chick with us from Colorado Parks and Wildlife. We've already gone over a few things, but we had some issues with our Facebook Live, so we're going to recap a couple of these things real quick. First of all, get you should have, hopefully by now, your copy of your 2019 Colorado Big Game brochure. Right inside the front cover, you'll see an orange. What's new in 2019? These are regulation changes and new information. Make sure you read every line of that in those first couple of pages because there are many, many changes. And um, a couple of them, I mean, there, there are a few fee increases on some things, but there's also really good, some positive things. One thing on the application and correction deadline has been changed. And Corey mentioned this in an earlier segment that uh, you can go on and do all your changes. You don't have to do anything anymore by email, whatever. You're in control of all your um, tags there as far as making changes. And that deadline is 8 p.m. on April 2nd. So make sure you get that time. Some of us have waited up till midnight, so 8 p.m. We're going to start a support group for those people. That exactly. Get yeah. Between <laughs> eight and midnight. And then also, um, as you look through this, and again, we won't take time to go through all these, but um, there are some boundary changes to some specific units, and uh, they have all those listed in here. And um, Hunt Data Maps, uh, Danielle and them said they're already on top of this, changing up those maps uh, for those boundary changes. And then there's some. It kind of shows you in that first inside page there the general big game fees 2018 versus 2019 so you can see the changes there and uh, you know the draw application fee per species per draw non-refundables three bucks for not for the uh, was last year for the resident and now that is seven dollars so again not a big deal and uh, for the non-resident that went from three dollars to nine dollars and then we've talked about preference points already. And so, um, Lisa, what are you guys' thoughts on the way they're doing the preference points now? I actually think they're better um, because they last year started charging per species. And this year they're only charging for the um, moose, Rocky Mountain, bighorn, sheep, and goat. And, boy, those non-residents, even the residents were pretty upset about having to pay for each species and I mean we went from you know not ever having to pay for them to have to pay per species and so I like that that you know kind of um, let them come into Colorado like we have and 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 hunt our big game animals but when you're gonna go for those premium tags of moose and goat and sheep you're gonna have to pay a little extra right so Corey as far as um, any other things that you just want to put the word out you know uh, for you know big game hunter hey turkey season's right here on us uh, any other uh, things that you guys have talked about that you would like to uh, 
get the word out on? I think you'll notice on here, too, our non-resident bear license fee reduced to $100. So uh, I, I think we've listened to, to our customers on that, and that was one of the most um, influential reasons that, that kept uh, at least non-residents from picking up with those was price. So we've, we've definitely uh, addressed that. And, and mine's more of a recap. I mean, I can't, I can't say it enough. Um, it, just making sure that folks get onto their account, uh, checking their information, making sure that that's correct. Uh, applying early, uh, they'll have plenty of time to think about it. You can go back in, change that. Uh, and then, of course, um, keeping that, that April 2nd, uh, 8 p.m. Um, timeline in mind and also the payment deadline of June 21st. Um, the, the day after the two of those are never fun for my shop, unfortunately. I, we, we get that people um, just forget and miss those dates. Uh, I just can't stress that enough. Put it in your, put it in your reminders. Put it, put it wherever you can that just to not miss those because there's, there's really no way around the, uh, getting, I mean, if someone forgets those and being able to get in an application or make that payment. So. Okay, great. And then just looking on the back of the brochure, you give other important dates. Uh, looks like June the 3rd through the 7th uh, for different species there. The draw results will be posted online. Uh, June 21st is the license payment deadline. And as you mentioned earlier, you guys are going the extra mile there. Make sure you get your account is up to date, the credit card that you have on file. A lot of times it's easy for those credit card um, expiration dates to expire, and we don't even think about it with certain um, places we may have payments like CPW. So make sure that's up to date. But in case something does happen there, they're not only going to try to email you, they're going to try to call everyone if there is a problem with payments to make sure everybody gets the licenses that they did draw. And then by June 15th through the 30th, licenses in the mail. And then the leftover draw applications there in early June. And then the late June, the leftover draw application and correction deadline. And then in August, of course, so right around there that first week, August 6th, the limited license will go on sale. So, uh, Corey, you know, again, you guys, man, you see things different posted. And I guess, um, I guess we all need to do better and you know maybe coming to some meetings and doing some things where we really get all the facts and i just want to put the word out there you know you guys do have meetings where the general public can come that is correct uh and, and it's not every single month it pretty much is but the commission does have meetings uh, and, and they they travel throughout the state and have those meetings to where they do accept public comment and, and, and to be honest they love to hear about it uh, they also have you know an email that um, folks can email or email them and be able to um, let them know their two cents. And, and it's, again, they, they love being able to hear from folks. Um, and even, you know, whether it's calling our, our, our front counters or our CSRs or, or any of our offices, um, we're, we, we always pass that information along. I know I regularly get either phone calls or emails uh, from from other folks that just um, being able to just pass along good information and whether it's something that we need to fix or something that we're doing doing well, um, it, it's it's always nice to hear. Uh, and kind of speaking of that, I mean, you talked about the leftover draw. Something we're going to be doing neat for next year because uh, our our current leftover draw right now you have, would have had to been unsuccessful in the current draw. Uh, next year, we're actually going to have a true secondary draw to where even if you forget about the first draw, you'll be able to enter that secondary draw. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Okay, cool. 2020, right? Dang yes, it, though. For all those latecomers, they get a second chance. <laughs> Is this where, like, everyone participates and gets a ribbon, Corey? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing you. I, I actually am looking over the regs again, and I'm pretty good friends with um, over at your Littleton office with Deb and Kim and Jeanette, and I, they, uh -huh. they've heard all. Um, I've taken many people in there because we get them at Hunt Data and Hunt and Divas. And, um, you know, I give you guys kudos. You guys are listening to the public. You talked about listening to them about the bear, but you're listening to them about the preference point issue, and, and, and I give you guys kudos because it looks like you guys did address a lot of the things that were a concern last year. So thank you for doing that. No, no problem, and we try to, and, it, and I tell you, preference points, it would be the hardest one to really address because really any change to that is pretty drastic. Do you ever see you guys doing the preference point thing again? And I've heard different things, but where you would let us split them? 
because I've, I've talked to so with the point creep and all that I've talked to so many people that they don't have enough points for a premium unit and they have two it's like they're in between they have 15 mm -hmm. they don't have enough and they have too many for others so have you guys ever addressed maybe doing that again and I know that the commission has talked about it. Um, I, I can't say that it's taken a, a stronghold or anything like that. I, I mean, especially coming into a, a five-year big game season structure, uh, things like that are always talked about. But, um, again, I haven't heard uh, yay or nay on whether they would uh, want to try that again. I, I think they got quite a bit of feedback last time it was was done. Um, uh, Again, I, I'm not 100% sure on that one, whether they'd be willing to, to try that one again. I don't know how you would ever fix the point creep, though, if you don't do something like that. I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud. I don't know if you could ever catch up with the point creep if you're one of those young people just getting into it, if you don't eventually do something like that. Hmm. Just curious. Yeah. We can go to a meeting and talk about yeah. that. <laughs> you might see Donnell and I and Scott at your next right. meeting. Corey Chick is with CPW, Colorado Parks and Wildlife. And, again, you should have your brochure if you haven't. Um, many retail outlets have them, big box stores and all, a lot of our uh, outdoor stores. So make sure you get one and just really, really read through that. And one thing I wanted to mention, and we touched on this last year uh, because a lot of people can get mixed up with this, and that's the group applications. And um, I was just reading on here, you know, the group leader must apply first. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the, all the members must enter the same person as the leader in order to go through the draw as a group. So, I mean, there's a ton of details there that you do, but I mean, uh, you got to make sure all of you are doing this together for the group, right? That's correct. And actually, you said that right the first time. We, we do require that the group leader apply first. Uh, the whole idea behind that is because since we do have an automated system now, um, if, if us here on the phone were all applying together, I was the group leader. When you apply after me, it's going to check my hunt codes based off of yours and make sure they match. Uh, that is eliminated. Uh, going away from paper applications, uh, and whether it's related to group or anything, um, has eliminated about 95% of our errors. So um, it, it's, it's imperative that we, we do it that way, and that's the nice thing that we currently have a system that, that can check that so that way the entire group is not kicked out based on one person's error right all right Corey. hey man we appreciate it again read the brochure that's the best thing we can tell you check out their website cpw.state.co.us uh, for any more questions they have a lot of things hunt planners on there for you um, all kinds of things and so um, all the different tabs will take you where you need to go so Corey, thanks for being with us today hey thank you i appreciate it thanks all right. for all you do Corey. All right, you're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little turkey hunting here with Lisa Thompson and Danelle Johnson, Hunt Data, Hunting Divas. We'll be right back. This is Red Merrill for Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is a weapon manufacturer that services the firearm enthusiast. From precision ARs to suppressors, Phoenix Weaponry can make your dreams come true. Phoenix Weaponry is a full-service gun shop that offers gunsmithing, coating, and modifications to your own weapon. Phoenix Weaponry, family-owned and operated right here in Colorado. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. Call today, 720-340-2496. Again, that's 720-340-2496. Or visit their website, phoenixweaponry.com. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and receive 10% off your custom-built weapon. Hi, this is Scott Watley. Let me tell you what I love about Stack Optical. They are truly one of the last optician-owned, family-owned optical stores. At Stack Optical, you can be confident you'll receive personal attention. For over 50 years, Alan Stack has shown he really cares about making his customers happy. Stack Optical also has a beautiful new location at 2233 South Monaco Parkway in Denver. Free and easy, up-close parking. Stack Optical has an on-site eyeglass production lab. Whether you need office eyewear or a new set of shooting or golf glasses, Stack Optical has the solution with the Stack Sport Pack. Give them a call today and ask for their $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578. Your eyes and vision are one of the most important things in life. I'm confident at Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. That's 303-321-1578, stackoptical.com. 
Ladies, I know you're tired of walking into the local gun store and seeing the same old thing. So let me tell you about Rampart Firearms. Just a quarter mile up Highway 67 off of Santa Fe and Sedalia, you will find a great selection of guns, ammo, tactical, and personal defense weapons. And if you or your spouse love to hunt, Rampart Firearms is a great stop for all of your hunting needs. Shotguns, rifles, pistols, anything from predator hunting to your next big game trip. Head to Rampart Firearms at the foot of the Rockies. Open six days a week, Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And you will only pay a 4% tax on your purchase. RampartFirearms.com, 720-468-0050. That's 720-468-0050. Got a road trip planned for getting ready for your next outdoor adventure? Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at D&D Tire Service. At D&D Tire Service in Parker and Aurora, they understand automotive issues can be a headache and they never come at a convenient time. D&D Tire Service is family-owned and operated and is truly your one-stop shop for all of your automotive needs. All tires are reduced and for a limited time, there are some great rebates saving you up to $200. From belts to tires, wiper blades, oil changes, D&D Tire Service has you covered. For the location nearest you, call 303-699-7337. That's 303-699-7337. D&D Tire Service is the official auto repair shop of Sportsman of Colorado Radio. Let D&D Tire Service keep you and your family safe on the roads. DndTireService.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman Colorado. Again, thank you so much for being with us. We're going to go to the phones real quick here and talk to Tim Burgess. Tim is with the South Metro Pheasants Forever, and we're going to be doing a banquet with them on March the 9th, which is going to be here before we know it, Tim. So thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me on, Scott. Okay, so uh, we had you on a couple weeks ago and talked about the banquet, and so uh, fill us in a little bit more on uh, what's going to be happening there on March 9th. Yeah, we're going to be having an event at the um, Double Tree in the Denver Tech Center. It's our Orchard 925. Um, we're going to have a banquet to raise funds to improve the uh, improve pheasants' habitat and quail habitat in Colorado, as well as create uh, create new hunters and increase hunter numbers. Um, so, lots of things going to be going on to do that. We'll have some raffles, silent auction, live auction, um, and some other giveaways going on. Cool. Now, how's the best way for folks to get tickets? So the best way is to either go online to southmetropf.org or if you go to Pheasants Forever main website, which is pf.org, and look for events, you can sign up there. Okay. And a lot going on. I know you guys got a you know great silent auction. We were looking at some items the other day, live auction items. And our good friend Butch Hagelstrom is going to be the auctioneer that night, and I'll be emceeing, and uh, <laughs> just going to be a great, great time. But and, and I, I know um, right now you may not have a few of those items in front of you, but what were just some of the things uh, that's going to be going on with the auctions? Yeah, so one of the new ones we got since I talked to you last was a cow elk hunt at Lazy S, uh, L- Lazy S Ranch. That's up near Craig, Colorado. It's actually during the winter season, the December season up there, and really high success rate for cow elk up there. Yeah, absolutely. And I know Dale Merritt, um, Bear Kennel, uh, he's going to be donating another puppy and everything, and so boy, those puppies are always a a, a win-win deal for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got, got a good puppy, and then uh, quite a few good raffles going on. Um, some nice shotguns, some de- nice rifles, really nice uh, Kimber 380 Tiffany Blue pistol. Um, it's their Bel Air model. If people are familiar with that, so it'll be a a lady's favorite there. Okay, and again, this is going to be at the Double Tree Hilton, March 9th. Um, you can go to South Metro PF or PheasantForever.org. Uh, you can go to the main website, Pheasant Forever. Uh, but if you'll just go to this one, make it simple, and um, get your tickets there. And, um, and it is going to be a, a nice, nice dinner. And, you know, one thing, too, that I know you guys do a lot, too, uh, Tim, you guys do a lot for uh, trying to get youth in the outdoors as well. So take a minute and talk about that. Yeah, so we have um, 
we're actually going to have one raffle at this solely dedicated to raising funds for our youth program. But what we try to do every year is have four to five um, youth outreach events, um, usually during the summer because that's just easier. And then so this year where we had three different uh, mentored shooting events where we took out youth and had uh, clay shooting and that kind of stuff. We also had one mentored hunt at Valhalla um, with youth. So we had uh, 13 different youth at that one. Um, but yeah, we've had quite a few youth events this last year. Okay. And, uh, I'm not sure, but are there, uh, some chances if we've got some, uh, corporate folks out there that may want to buy a corporate table, are there still a few of those available as well? Yeah, I do have a few tables left. Um, I think I've got eight left that if people wanted to buy, we could definitely fill up eight more. And if more than that, I think I can squeeze a few more in, but tables would definitely be appreciated. Or if you wanted to sponsor an item, our, our deadline for sponsorships to get listed in our program is, to, is um, this evening. So if you are able to get it, give me that information, you can call me at 303-946-9441 and I can get you in for that. Okay, great. And uh, and as Tim mentioned, sometimes we, we just call it kind of underwriting some of the things that we may buy uh, for the silent auction or live auction. So, man, you know, if you're a company out there or just an individual and you want to give something back to Conservation here and Pheasants Forever, um, certainly do that, and we'll give you some recognition for that as well. So, again, that website is southmetropf.org, and this is going to be March the 9th. And uh, just going to be a great, great night, and I hope you'll come out and see us. So, Tim, hey, man, we appreciate it, and um, we'll certainly be talking about this here um, th throughout next week on our Haystack Help Show as well to try to get some more folks uh, out there and buy some tickets. So we appreciate it. Sounds good. We'll see you then, Scott. All right. Again, this is going to be a great segment coming up here. Donnell Johnson, Lisa Thompson, we're talking about the big game draw, so don't go anywhere got a free giveaway from you from hunt data as well so we'll be right back hi this is kevin trisna owner of m4 roofing and gutters since 2004 it's been our mission to provide the highest quality of service and trust to every customer we serve m4 roofing and gutters is a family-owned and operated company right here in inglewood colorado at m4 roofing and gutters quality customer service is our top priority for a free inspection and estimate for your roofing project, call today, 303-797-8600. That's 303-797-8600. Or visit us online at m4roofing.com. M4 Roofing and Gutters is an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau and haystackhelp.com. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Listen, I've trusted my pets to Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center for over 11 years, and you can too. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Whether your furry friend needs a checkup, advanced medical care surgery, boarding, grooming, obedience training, food, care products, or hey, just toys, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has you covered. Open seven days a week for your convenience, and they're located at 8681 East Lincoln Avenue in Lone Tree. Learn more at LoneTreeVet.com or give them a call, 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. Tell them Scott sent you. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado, and we are doing some pre-taping here for tomorrow's show. And you can catch Sportsman of Colorado on Saturdays 1 to 2 p.m., Saturday mornings at 8, and then also at 4 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, you can catch us there twice on Sunday. So let's talk a little turkey hunting now. Oh, it's, Ladies, it's so. miniature elk hunting, and we're extremely excited. So um, the more we do it, uh, the more we love it. So um, anyway, um, yeah, we... we uh, we're excited to take out new ladies. We took out about 12 new ladies last year, and we got probably four or five turkeys with that who went out for the very first time. And we've got a few landowners that work with us on that, and that's part of our hunting divas. It's a brand-new nonprofit. Um, we've been doing it for a long time, but we're in the process of getting our nonprofit status with that. But really excited to introduce um, ladies to the sport, and we love it as well. So go ahead. 
Um, as I'm looking at uh, live Facebook right now, our friend Max, who's a pro staffer with us, he says, let's hear about some spring turkey. So that's what we're talking about. Um, we are doing a clinic for some ladies um, before the season, actually, down south on a, on a ranch. And we're going to do a calling clinic and um, turkeys and some sighting in the gun. That's a great thing to do. Maybe take the shotgun out of the closet if you haven't had it out. Blow the cobwebs out and go make sure it's sighted in and make you sure have you have the right choke and the right choke and use the right shells or, or use the shells that you're going to shoot a turkey with mm -hmm. and i had a young uh, person with me last year we called the turkey in and it was about 38 40 yards and and he said I, it's too far and i said no it's not and he said yes it is i bet we weren't arguing like that i'm like just shoot it you know and sure <laughs> enough he shoot it and dropped it because i know the gun he was using which was mine was a full choke and it dropped it so but just knowing your gun and we do that in rifle season, and we do it in shotgun, and knowing your bow and your crossbow and all that. So This calling clinic is the first time we're, we're trying something like this. So the first 14 ladies that, that uh, reply to us, um, we're, we're taking them out April 5th through the 7th on an actual okay. ranch in southern Colorado. So they'll be able, there's about 500 turkeys down there and about 300 elk. So we're going to show them the various calls we would use for turkey and elk. We're not necessarily, obviously, there's not a season going on, but they'll allow, allow us to interact with the animals a little bit. Well, you know, we're low-key. We're not obviously trying to get one, but we want to show them the different techniques we would use. So sure. And we've told them to bring their shotguns and their rifles for because we're going to kind of um, kill two birds with one stone. If they want to bring a rifle and shoot that, what they would use in archery or, or in rifle season, then we'll, we have a place to go sight that in. Okay, great. Now you're talking about chokes and ammo. I mean, first right. of all, you go to all the stores. It's overwhelming. Yeah, it's I mean, overwhelming. you don't even know what to. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you? Because you don't want to sit there and buy. A ton of different chokes so how, how's the best way to do research or looking at what your shotgun and what do you think is going to perform best because I mean I've had some guys tell me certain shells group or pattern really good and they didn't and you know I, I mean the, the number one thing is what we're going to be doing with these ladies is we're going to set up an actual target we're going to go buy what we think is the best ammo and the best choke and and truly when you go into a Cabela's Bass Pro any of those places and you get somebody in that section that helps you but to go out and actually pattern it so don't just trust you know whatever we actually go out before and that's why we're doing it the week before so the ladies can see how their gun shoots I, I had an issue a couple of years ago where I hadn't I went and patterned it I could not believe how terrible it was and I had missed a bird and I thought how did I miss that bird at like 30 yards but I went and patterned right after that and I didn't pattern before because I'd used that same gun but I had different ammo so you just want to make sure you're patterning pattern patterning with the actual ammo you're going to be using so I don't know what's your thoughts on chokes well you can take five people at Cabela's or five um, at what any store and they're all going to have a different opinion right. you can go to a gun shop I would say go um, with maybe one and if you get out there in pattern and you're not liking it, change. But when, when you change, what I wouldn't do is I would get three different kinds of, if you want to buy three different kinds of shells and, and see which one you shoot best with, um, you can do that. But I would I would Google it. I would call the manufacturer of your um, gun and ask them what they, what they recommend for that gun. Um, there's lots of chokes. But I would pick one. And um, a choke gives you a further distance. Um, and they can shoot out, I think, up to 80 yards even. So... But you have to stick with one. It's like anything. You're going to get inundated with information. But when you get one shooting well, stick with that one and continue to stick with that one. Don't be grabbing shells and stuff because it will mess your hunt up. Sure. Now, were there some things new that we were looking at in the... In Turkey, Turkey brochure, Lisa, that you saw? Well, the thing I thought was cool, you know, we have to buy a license to be able to play. And, and right. so Spring Turkey is one of those licenses. So if you want here today, we can give away a turkey map. Um, that's one of the things that I think is pretty cool about Hunt Data. We actually have turkey roost, spring range, winter range. So you can go and, and see where they've historically roosted and go do some scouting. We teach a turkey class for Cabela's and Bass Pro. But getting out there and scouting, we, we always tell people, too, when you're scouting, not to call um, just because you don't want to screw that area up, but um, but you know, go out there, see where you're seeing some some uh, scratches and and where they're where roosting at, because you can get below that. You can actually look at where they're their droppings and you can actually see the difference between a, a, a male and a female dropping a lot of people don't even know that but in but go ahead Lisa is there some changes there you want to talk about well we talked about the uh, the fees right. seven to nine dollars um, for non-resident seven um, not a lot of changes other than 
if you're listening to this right now, um, you missed the draw, but you, you're not out <laughs> of it. I just want you to know you can buy over the counter. Most of Colorado is over the counter. So don't think that you can't spring turkey hunt. You can only shoot a right. Tom in the, in the, in the spring with an over the counter. Now, if you have a limited draw, you can shoot a limited, uh, you can shoot two turkeys, two Toms. You can shoot it in the limited area and an over the counter. That's um, only if you drew a tag though. That's a limited draw. Yes. 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 Um, just but, clarifying. Um, in the fall, you can shoot either or. Um, you can shoot a hen or a tom. So, and the fall one, just know, all you turkey hunters, a lot of people miss this. You put in for the fall, I believe June, I'm looking right now, it's July 2nd. And that's just against everything. I mean, when all of us are out at the pool and everything, but you need to get that July 2nd tag in it because it's the only species you can get two preference points in in the same year. If you put in the spring and you don't draw and you put in in the summer basically and don't draw for the fall, you just accumulated two points for turkey for the next year. So a lot of places are only one or two or three points, so you could do it every other year, at least the limit to draw. And if you look along the plat there, there's a lot of state wildlife areas that, that might take four or six points, but you, you can hunt that every two or three years, and there's some great turkey populations along the plat. So. Right. So take a minute and talk about hunt data and all the yeah, new things so, you guys got going on. So do you want to do a caller? We'll give out a turkey map? Sure, with? absolutely. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Okay, so, so, so which one? The, uh, the second caller? Yeah, let's do the second caller. The second caller. Um, what I love about these turkey maps, we have a new material we're printing our maps on. So it's like a dura. It's a dur It's very durable. It's very waterproof. It looks like a small canvas. And um, and so on those, we show spring and winter range as well as roost. So that gives you an idea, like like Lisa was just saying, we have a lot of over-the-counter units. So a lot of people are bored in the spring, like, what can I do? We have some We have some units with decent populations where you can go out and do some calling and, and get into some turkeys. You 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 must have somebody talking to us on Facebook Live. You finish the maps. <laughs> anyway, we, uh, yeah, with, with, with the hunting maps, we're going to give uh, out to the second caller. We'll right. give them whatever unit that they're going to hunt. And all, our digital maps for the whole state has, obviously, for every unit we have. Um, we'll let them pick between that if they want a specific printed map or they can get the statewide digital. All right. Now, we're actually doing this uh, in preparation for tomorrow's show, taping this. So 303-477-5600. Charlie is standing by here as we're doing this today. So if you want to call and give Charlie information, we'll call you right after the show and uh, get that to you. We're actually going to be at a memorial service tomorrow, so we do a shout-out to Tiny. He was the one that had been on the show many, step many up, times. Step, out, yeah. uh, step up, step out, and uh, what a great guy he was and mentoring people and hunter safety, and we'll be honoring him tomorrow, so that was part of our recording today, but yeah. Okay, good deal. Now, let's talk about calls just a minute and what you guys are... Um, on to now and using mostly now in the field. What's the latest, greatest? Yeah, what's you know, the latest, actually, greatest? truly, I, I just told you about State Wildlife Areas. The very first time and I was using this margarita um, from Native by Carlton, it just got the, the dome with the metal, so it allows that airflow. And uh, Lisa and I had had the decoys out. We'd sat in a ground blind for a day, and I kind of was frustrated, so I did the thing I do when I get impatient. And it was a, it was a day later, but I was walking the plat. And um, I just leaned up against the tree and started doing soft yelps, leaning against the tree with this diaphragm. And a lot of people say, oh, I can't do that. I gag. I used to, but I've done it so much now I, I, I handle it. But I ended up calling a, a Tom in, and I could see him coming through the grass, his red head just running straight at me. That was one of the most coolest experiences because I knew... I had done it all by myself. I didn't have a decoy out there. I didn't. I wasn't using like a, you know, a hand call. But um, I was just shocked because, and a lot of people are afraid to try it, you know. Mm -hmm. And I would encourage people to try it. Don't be afraid. And and I've had times where I didn't think the calling sounded that amazing, but the turkey came anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so. Cool. Well, g give us a little sample there with that one. So the, the high pitch, Max actually helped us with that a little bit last year, but it, it's kind of a, hey, I'm over here kind of thing. It's a call that, and I, it's funny, I live in an area where we actually have some turkeys in the subdivision, and, and I did that kiki call, and these three hens just come running straight at me, and I just died laughing. I said, that really does work. It's kind of a, hey, I'm over here. <laughs> cool. So we're big native so, by Carlton. Native by Carlton, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, Wayne Carlton's calls, and here's a box call to Yelp, and... Um, 
I've called a lot of turkeys in with a box call for uh, mentoring when I'm mentoring ladies in. I've really got to see um, the box call work really well. What's kind of nice when we use the uh, Rip It, and he just made us our new hunting diva call, so um, you can only get them through Donnell and I because we have them. Um, uh, Wayne made them for them. They're Rippets, and they say hunting divas. We complained for so long that they were too big for our mouth. So Even they, though some think we have a big mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they, he made them smaller for the roof of our mouth. Right. So actually we've had a lot of guys wanting to buy them because they're saying the same thing. They've had to cut them and stuff. Um, but we love it, and it's nice, we, especially when you're, I mean, turkeys are smart. They can see so well when you want to be hands-free if you're not in a blind. And there's times we get out of the blind mentoring, and it just gets that coming that last extra 10 yards for a shot or to hold your bow or whatever you're doing. So um, learning to do a mouth call, it's really easy. The ladies that we're taking down south, they're all going to get one of our um, hunting divas calls with their bag, and we're going to teach them how to do it. And I'll bet you within five minutes they're making a turkey sound. Wow, cool. So, I'm pretty excited to see uh, starting a revolution. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Again, you can follow them on Facebook, Hunt Data, of course, uh, with the maps, and then Hunting Divas. And that's kind of all one word, right? When they put Hunting Divas, yes. Hunt, Hunting Divas. Hunt, and then the letter N, and then Divas. Uh, Hunting Hunt Divas. Divas, all right. So, so you can follow them there as well. Well, again, make sure you get the 2019 brochure and you read that carefully. A lot of changes right inside the cover, what's new in 2019, and regulation changes as well as just new information. Make sure your account is up to date with Colorado Parks and Wildlife. And if you're doing the group thing, man, read all the different things about that because that is very particular as well. What was they saying? Um, I'm just reading what Max is saying. He is telling us what... Um choke to use he likes the kicks goblin thunder choke and the winchester supreme fives and so if you're following us on facebook right now read what the comments are again you can take five people and they'll have different things max is a a very much of a veteran turkey hunter i think he's part turkey um so i I'm, think he and, is I'm, so yeah. maybe taking someone's picking one person's advice and going with it if you don't know what to do but I, I can't reiterate that. But the that. number one thing is to actually go out and use it before you have a bird in front of you. Because we yeah. do see that, you know, we take ladies out and, and, you know, you ask how many times they were at the range. Well, I didn't have time or whatever. It's like if you don't have time to go to the range, you don't have time to go hunting. Sure. Because right. you're doing a disservice to that animal if you're not prepared. So. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Blow those cobwebs off that shotgun. Um, I do teach a class this um, Sunday. Um, Donnell can't make that class, which is a bummer. But, but um, I will be teaching it at Lone Tree at 10 o'clock. Um, it's the only class I'm teaching for turkey before turkey season because our schedule is crazy between shows in Utah and stuff, and we can't get something on the calendar. Um, between a funeral this weekend, and I have one in Montana the following weekend and a show in Utah, Donnell and I can't. Um, get a so class. Lone Tree Cabela's, 10, 10 o'clock Sunday. And this is, and, and we'll have, yeah, and we'll have somebody live feed it, too, so that yeah. they can watch it. It's the only class. And then she'll probably be at the end of the class coming, but it's the only class I can't reiterate that we're teaching before the hunting season of turkey. Great. Well, ladies, thank you very much. You're welcome. It's always fun. Thanks, Scott. Thank you for joining us here. We, again, join us tomorrow, Saturday, on KLZ 560 for Sportsman of Colorado. We will be here 1 to 2, then Sunday, 8 a.m. and 4 p.m., and we'll have a couple of other guests as well. So thanks for joining us today. Leave it right here on KLZ 560. Opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.